Hey there, welcome to the Real Barman Podcast. This episode first aired as a video on my YouTube channel. As always, any links mentioned in the episode will be listed in the show notes. Enjoy. Hey there, Dave Allred, The Real Barman here from BarPatrol.net. In today's video, I'm going to show you how to master your variance behind the bar because mastering your variance leads directly to mastering your profits. Because many, if not most, bar managers do not realize that variance is the most important metric to track. It's not poor cost percentage. To demonstrate this, I recently helped a guy I know who owns a bowling alley here in the Bay Area with a very popular bar. It's a jumping bar. All right, here's a shot of Jim and I enjoying a beer and a game at his place. And he kicked my ass because he does that like spinny thing with the ball and I just roll it right down the middle. Anyway, I was talking with him and he was trying to pick my brain on things he can do to increase his bar profits. And so I told him the same thing that I tell every bar owner, which is the first and most effective thing you need to check is your variance percentage. Okay, this is the low-hanging fruit for increasing your bar profits. So he agreed that his bartenders were probably taking advantage and overpouring on him. So I told him that I would show him what we do to lower variance using Bar Patrol Inventory app if he would let me use him as a case study and do this free bar training for you. Okay, so I'm going to give you the steps. I'm going to show you what we do and show you how it helped Jim lower his, uh, his variance as well. First off, let me show you why poor cost percentage is not the way to track your losses. Okay, I've gone over this in some other videos too, but I'm going to go over it again really quick because it's just that important. By the way, I want to mention really quickly that the Real Barman podcast is now live, all right? It's up and running. And what we've done is we've taken all my YouTube videos and we've uploaded them to the podcast so you can listen to me when you're driving or exercising or sitting in a bubble bath, all right? And then we get more private time together and we can work on becoming experts at this whole running a bar and restaurant thing, all right? So go check it out on Spotify or whatever you use for for a podcast, all right? Go check it out. All right, back to poor cost percentage. So I'm gonna go through this really quickly, but it's really important that you understand how this works as a bar manager, all right? Because so many different factors cause poor cost percentage to go up and down, including the cost of your products, what you pay your vendors for your beer, liquor, and wine, What you price them at, how much product you order each month can really fluctuate your poor cost percentage. Bartender theft, which is what we're trying to isolate today with variance percentage, and I'm going to show you why you can't do it with poor cost percentage. The number of happy hour or discount specials you sell. And then the last one is how much of each different price products are ordered by the guests. And it's this last one that owners and managers rarely take into account. Since you can't control what your guests are going to order, you can't possibly determine your financial stability based on poor cost percentage. All right, it's going to bounce around just based on the sales mix. For example, your well liquor is going to run about 5 to 10%. Premium liquor, 18 to 25%. Beer runs around 20 to 25%, and your wine's going to vary between 20 and 35%. All right, and everyone's losing money on martinis. So how are you supposed to determine theft using poor cost percentage when your products are ranging 5 to 35%? I mean, did they order a lot of beer and wine that month? Did they order 30 shots of Don Julio 1942 pouring at 30%? Or did they order 200 shots of Montezuma tequila pouring at 7%? Can you see the problem here? All right, so when the bar manager says, hey, great job, guys. We poured at 16% liquor cost this month. Good job. He or she has no idea if there's bartender theft or not. All right, because you could have poured a ton of well liquor that month, which lowers the pour cost percentage, but it also lowers your profits, which is bad. You know, we want to sell 1942. We want to sell Grey Goose because the cost percentage is higher, but we also make more profits. And remember, we're putting profits in the bank, not cost percentages. You can't put percentages in the bank. All right, are you still following me here? So that's your crash course on cost percentage. 
And now we enter variance percentage. Well, what's the difference? Well, variance percentage measures what's physically missing. It's not based on the cost of the products or what you price them at or how much the guests ordered of each brand. All right, so there's nowhere for the overpours to hide. So one of the first questions I get is, well, what's the average variance percentage of bars? And I've literally done thousands of inventories when I used to do bar auditing. When I first started Bar Patrol, that's what I did. I walked into bars. I did full audit inventory services for them. And every single bar I walked into, the average variance percentage is 25%. Every single bar. All right, no one's exempt if they don't have a system in place to monitor the pours. All right, and if you're going to tell me, oh, not my bartenders, they're honest, now you're just lying to yourself. So then that leads us to the next question, which is, well, then what should my variance percentage be? Well, I'll tell you right now, you're never going to get it to zero simply because there's too many factors. So really quick, let's look at what causes variance. What are the factors? Uh, Overpours and theft. That's the obvious one that we're talking about. Comps and breakage. So anytime anything, you drop a bottle, you break it, or a guest sends a drink back, they don't like it, and you have to ring it in and comp it, that's going to cause variance. But as long as you're ringing it in, we can still track it. Uh, if the POS is not set up correctly, meaning if you don't have the right buttons or the right modifier set up, then the tracking is going to be off Okay, when you run a variance report. And then this one's kind of related, which is the bartenders are not ringing in drinks correctly. So even if the POS is set up correctly, if they're ringing them in wrong, then your variance report is going to be screwed up. If you don't have the POS set up correctly, they can't even ring it in correctly. So you have to make sure that number three is done and then follow up with number four. Um, so to answer the question, if we can get the variance down to five to 9% in single digits, we are very happy. And if you can do this, it's going to save you thousands of dollars. It's going to save you tens of thousands of dollars per year. So then getting back to Jim's bowling alley, let me show you what we did. We went in for week one. I went in for week one and I took a, uh, inventory. I didn't let the bartenders know we're doing it. And then I'm going to show you the variance report for that, how bad it is. And then I'm going to go over the five steps to lowering the variance, what we do. And I'm going to show you what happened when I went back to Jim's bar, bar and what the variance was then. Okay, so looking at a bar patrol inventory report, we're going to go to the reports over here and run a variance report. And I took inventory on December 1st and December 8th. I took a one-week inventory, counted everything, ran the sales data report. We uploaded it into Bar Patrol, and here's what we got. Here's the overview tab. You can see bottle beer, draft beer, liquor, and wine. And if you go over here, you can see the variance percentages. This is what's physically missing. And once again, you know, right on cue, right at 27%. Every single bar we go into. That means about every fourth drink is free in this situation. If you go into the results tab, here's where we break it down by the ounce. So you can see down to the hundredth of an ounce exactly how the bartenders are pouring. Very detailed. If you look at like Hendrix Gin, 17 were, were, were rang in. Based on this recipe of an ounce and a half of pour, this is what they should have poured. This is what they actually poured. This is how much is missing. Okay, and then we show how much is uh, what the losses are at wholesale and retail. And this is the column you want to go down when you're looking at the variance report is you want to look at all these numbers. 35, 43, these are all way too high. Anything that's up in the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you're going to want to, to spot those and then go over them with the bartender, which I'll talk about in a second. But you can see here how detailed we get, and there's nowhere for the overpours to hide. We can spot it down to the one one hundredth of an ounce. Okay, so there's the variance report. First week we did it. You can show your losses at wholesale, the losses at retail, and this is how much money he is bleeding each week. I was able to show Jim this report, and he was blown away. Okay, so now that you've seen the horrors of the variance report and what you're probably losing as well, let's talk about the five steps to actually lowering your variance and getting it down to single digits. Okay, so step one is you have to actually count your inventory, right? Shocking, right? You actually have to find out what you have in inventory. And I know taking inventory is a pain in the butt, but you have to do it. 
Okay, so it needs to get done. So the question is, how often should you count inventory? All right, well, you need to count it at least once per month, but it's better if you can count it once per week. All right, that lowers the margin of error on the variance report. Plus, you can do all of your ordering, make sure you don't run out of anything or have too much in stock so you have a bunch of dead stock. Plus, with something like Bar Patrol Inventory app, you can count on multiple devices in multiple locations at the same time so you can get it done rather quickly. So right off the bat, you need two inventory counts. You need a beginning and an ending. I like to do them a week apart like I did with Jim. So if you count inventory on a Monday, do the second one on a Monday as well. All right, and don't tell the bartenders you're doing it. You need an honest account of what's going on behind your bar. And then that leads us to step two, which is you're gonna run your variance report and analyze. Now, in order to have your variance report accurate, you need to make sure your recipes are entered into your inventory software, or there's not gonna be a definition of what the bartender should be pouring. Okay, the recipes define what they should be pouring, like an ounce and a half or whatever it is that you pour, and then your inventory counts are gonna show what they're actually pouring. All right, and the difference is the variance. In addition, you're gonna wanna make sure that you're entering the invoices that come in during the week to account for those extra products. Otherwise your usage is gonna be off and your variance report is gonna be all screwed up. Okay, then you're gonna run the variance report like I showed you earlier at Jim's Bar and you're gonna head right down this variance column and see what's going on. You can look at the overview tab as well. Uh, we have ideal and actual pour cost and the difference here, the percentages there. It's a valuable metric, but don't even head there now. Head right to the variance column because we need to see what's physically missing to see how bad the damage is. Okay, so then once we've analyzed the report, we head to step three, which is communication. And this is really the most important step. This is where the magic happens. All right, you need to sit them down. This is what I used to do when I was doing bar auditing. I would actually run the meeting myself. We'd gather all the bartenders on a certain day. I'd have the variance report with me and we'd go over what the standards are gonna be. New standards going on. We need to stop the bleeding going on in the bar. And if they think you're being chintzy or a hard ass because other bars give away stuff all the time, you need to tell them, you know what? Go ahead and mortgage your house and start your own business. Stop giving my money away. This is very important that you're firm here so they know what's going on, okay? If they wanna give away a free drink, then they need to check with the owner or the manager, and then they say, yes, go ahead, and then it needs to be rang into the POS and then comped so at least it's accounted for. Once they see that you know what's going on down to the one one hundredth of an ounce, the variance is gonna automatically shrink. shrink. It's like magic. Okay, it's a proven fact that people will act in a more responsible way when they know they're being monitored. So then make sure to bring a copy of the variance report. You can just bring your computer if you want and show them the damage and show them that you see exactly what's going on. Once you've done that, you've communicated the new standards. Now <clears throat> it's time to train them. When I did my bartender meetings, I would come in, I would explain the standards, I would explain that we know what's going on. Then I would pour test them just blindly. Okay, and they may have never been pour tested before. I want to see where they were at. So I'd have them pour a half ounce, an ounce, an ounce and a half, and two ounces. I would set up glasses, I would have them blindly do it, and then we pour them into what I used was called the Exacto Pour. I think you can still buy it on Amazon for like 60 bucks, and I don't get any money for you know promoting them. I just like it. And we'd pour it in and we'd see where they're at. Most of them would be pretty far off. Okay, and then I would train them on how to free pour. If you don't know how to free pour, I do have a video on how to free pour. You can train them on the counts on how to free pour so they can be more accurate. Then you need to make sure that you're testing them once per week. Not only will they get better at free pouring and be more accurate, but it's going to be on their mind. It's going to remind them that these are the new standards and you're monitoring them on a weekly basis so they know they're being watched and you're following through. That's the most important step here is that you're following through and doing what you say you're going to do. And now that we've gotten to this point, in order to keep this running and to keep it going simply, we do spot checking. 
Okay, and spot checking is a godsend. We don't want to have to take full inventory counts on a single day to spot, to see how a bartender's pouring because that's going to take you way too long. An hour, two hours, I have no, no idea how long it takes you to count your inventory. But with spot checking, you're able to count five or ten of your hottest moving products and then just run a variance report for those products and see how someone's pouring. Okay, now the difference here is when you're doing a weekly variance report, this is the entire staff. Okay, but with spot checking, you can spot check an individual bartender. Say, for instance, you know Jack comes in on a Tuesday night. He's working by himself. We're going to spot check five or ten products and see how Jack's doing. We're not going to tell him that we're doing it, but we're going to go ahead and count those products before a shift. And after a shift, it's going to take you like five, ten minutes. Okay, now you can sit down with Jack. You can say, hey, Jack, here's a little variance report we ran on you tonight. Uh, I see that you rang in eight shots of Crown, but you poured 14. You know, what's going on here? Now Jack is isolated on thin ice and there's nowhere for him to hide. This is extremely powerful because like I said, he has no one to blame but himself. He can't point to another staff member. So you sit down, you show him this, and now hopefully this scares him straight. Okay, I give him a warning. I give him a second warning. On the third offense, I fire them. And I know that sounds kind of brutal. And not if he's a shot or two off, right? There's going to be some variance, like I said. But if he's consistently 25, 30, 40% off when you've warned him, then he's just disrespecting you and he does not belong there. But this rarely happens, okay? Usually they fall in the line. They're on board with the new standards. So you really don't have to worry about that that much. Okay, but this is the exact procedure I used for dozens of bars when I was doing the bar auditing business that I was doing throughout the Bay Area, and every single time we were able to get it down to single digits. In fact, let's go back to Jim's bar. Let's show the second week I did really quick. After that first week, I came in again. We, we had the meeting. I did the pour testing, and then we came in again and did another one-week inventory, and here's the variance report for that. And you can see how low it dropped down here. We got it down to 7%. Jim was excited. He was very happy. And even to this day, he says that you know he's doing the spot checking and everything's working out great. And he says the bartenders are fine. They're happy with it. They're still making money and everything's working out great. Like I said, you're never going to get the variance down to 0%. But using these five steps, it drops it drastically. You're able to save a lot of money. Our best bar patrol clients are down to 5 to 10%, which is saving them thousands and thousands of dollars. And the truth is, if you're not monitoring what's going on behind the bar, then you're not measuring it and you're not make, using a compass to improve it. And if you're not improving it, then you're not really running a business. You know, why would you do it? You might as well go back to, you know, washing dishes or being a server or raising horses in Montana. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. Your job as an owner and manager is to improve the business and make more money. So you might as well be great at it. So I hope this training on lowering your variance helped you some. You can visit us at barpatrol.net to learn more about how we help owners and managers just like you improve their inventory tracking and ordering. Okay. If you have any questions at all, you can also email us at info at barpatrol.net. I appreciate you being here. I really do. I'm going to see you next time. I hope you have a great day. I'm out. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would be very grateful to have your positive rating and review at the same location you downloaded it. If you have any questions or comments, connect with me at my YouTube channel, Dave Allred, The Real Barman, or on one of my websites, barpatrol.net for inventory management, orderpatrol.net for mobile ordering, or my main site, therealbarman.com. Thanks for being here. I will see you next time.